Hello, hello. This is Azizi Podcast. Hold on, I forgot to close my door. Just a second. Sorry, I'm recording next to my washroom, how they say it in Canada. For you Americans, washroom in Canada is basically a restroom. Alright, on my handy-dandy, fancy-schmancy H2 Zoom recorder, there's only one bar left for the battery, so I hope we're not gonna get disconnected, but if we will, no worries, I am a tech magician, I will fix this. Anyways, welcome to Azizi Podcast, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to subscribe to any of the platforms that you're listening to, uh, subscribe to my podcast, I am now available on Pandora as well, even though no one's using that app anymore, but I, they just approved me, so I'm on Pandora, if, if you're one of those oldies who are using Pandora and listening to those ads, now you can listen to my podcast and listen to the ads there as well and i'm also on audible and amazon which i'm very proud about and everywhere else so subscribe you know what just subscribe on any platforms teacher spotify i'm on spotify as well uh of course i have a youtube channel which is amazing i just broke 65,000 66,000 views for one of my videos so that's a that's a huge milestone i don't know if i'll ever beat it probably will but anyways, developing the YouTube channel as well, so that's been uh, that's been pretty good. Uh, it's a solo podcast. It's a thought of the day um, kind of type of episodes that I haven't had for a long time. But you know, it's the end of 2020, and I thought I'll just uh, mumble, bamble, rumble on this uh, episode and just spit out my thoughts. And uh, I have a little exercise for you guys as well. So if you want to do that, it's from uh, a very cool guy that I follow. And he's my inspiration as well. His name is Tim Ferriss, the author of For Our Work Week and For Our Body and a bunch of other stuff as well. Uh, he has some cool things, so we're gonna talk about that. But overall, I just wanted to sort of talk about a little, talk a little bit about you know what's happening right now, and uh, just sort of like as a conclusion episode. Um, I hope it's going to be like on the positive side because I'm definitely like in, I'm in okay mood. Definitely, you know. So that's kind of the theme, you know, like I woke up this morning, I was like, huh, you know what? Things could have been much worse, and I'm so happy that they're not as bad as they could have been. And it's just not just, you know, the global things, right? It's just my life and all of that, you know. It's just, you know, thank goodness my family is okay, I'm okay, my friends are fine. No one is really suffering uh, in terms of people who I know. And I'm really, really thankful for that because I know that a lot of people are going through a lot of some, you know, just horrible things. And, uh, you know, I hope they will overcome it. But I'm just so thankful and I'm just not going to knock on wood and, you know, anything can happen. But for now, you know, it seems like everything is okay. And for now, it's awesome. So, yeah, boy. (sighs) Speaking of boy, man, I just finished the God of War game. Uh, it kind of started slow, and I was like, what the hell is this? Why is everyone was praising that game? But then as it went, you know, I kind of, like, it grew on me, and I think it's mostly, like, the influence still, like, a little bit that everyone kind of, like, praised it. But, you know, I beat it, and it was pretty cool. I liked it. I liked the whole thing. I know I'm kind of, like, three years late to the party, but that's how I roll. I don't I don't follow the hype. I just uh, uh, play that. So, anyways, check out God of War. I watched so much analysis after that as I spent like 15 hours on YouTube just watching interviews from the director, producers, and uh, everyone who can like share some thoughts on the creation of this game. Gaming industry, man, I feel like we're just in the beginning, just the beginning of the gaming industry. There's going to be so much more about that. But anyways, cool game. Check it out. 
I'm listening to soundtrack from God of War now every day in the morning. I'm like waking up like a freaking Viking, getting my coffee, getting my tea, ooh, vitamin D, ooh, B12, ooh, cod oil, ooh. I know, I'm just stuffing myself with all that supplement. Anyways, yeah, so as I was saying, you know, things are not that bad. Uh, even the winter is not as cold so far, even though it kind of makes me think it's going to get super cold at some point soon. But, um, so that's pretty much it. You know, overall, you know, some things this year, you know, I, oh man, now I have the freaking heater that I forgot to turn off. See, that's why I need to have a list. Just a second, guys. for the wait yeah like i have all these freaking things that create noise in my room and i don't have in my studio um and i don't have like the noise cancellation stuff so even though my friends just got me one for secret santa so that's pretty cool just need to figure out how to use it properly but anyways you know some things didn't turn out as they were supposed to this year you know i had i had one life planned and uh, it turned out to be slightly different and, you know, it's very sad and, uh, you know, not to get into this, but, you know, but we can count it as maybe a postponement rather than cancellation, you know, one would think. But if if not, then, you know, it is what it is. It's life. And once again, it's nothing, nothing too serious, too dramatic. And uh, overall, yeah. So just to summarize, the podcast life was actually pretty active. Surprisingly, at some point, I just went through my calendar which I'll talk about later a little bit. And I saw all the guests that I've been inviting for my video episodes since uh, February of this year. And it's it was crazy. It started right before the pandemic. I was inviting a bunch of people over for breakfast. We had some little pre- pre- preliminary meetings, you know, complete strangers. Never knew about them, just knew about them by, you know, social media, which was a great experience. You know, I remember uh, Tyler Boxton, the promoter for United... Uh, promotions uh, was over then Ivetra Poso the ring announcer was here as well and uh, yeah this is kind of like how it started and you know I then went through all my calendars and I saw all the guests and especially when the pandemic started you know I started doing the zoom ones even though like I don't do them right now because I, I got a little tired of those but that gave me so much opportunities to talk to so much so many interesting people you know Claudia Trejas, Michelle J. J. Phelps, you know Tom Loeffler, Michael Montero everyone and you know jerry jerry casser is you know, it's just like a lot of people there um which is just amazing you know i just created a list i just wrote it out wrote down a list of all my guests for this year and wow if anything if nothing or how do you say it in english if not for nothing this podcast is an amazing tool to gain great connections and great friends and just you know be in that kind of circles so I don't know if you guys haven't started a podcast yet. I definitely recommend it. And I guess my main rule, if you are starting a podcast, would be just take it easy. Just have fun. Don't beat yourself up too much. You know, don't worry about the quality too much. My sister started a park podcast recently, and uh, she actually went to like seminars and stuff. And I was telling her like, hey, um, all that quality stuff comes later. You know, the main thing why uh, people come to you and to listen to you is if you have something interesting to say so as long as you have an interesting content um, the quality is a secondary point like for example the Fistianata spot by Evan Ratkowski who is uh, a head of boxing at the Ring TV um, 
his quality i was always making fun of him you know like his microphone is not the best and uh uh, I would always like DM, DM him. I was like, "Hey, like, here's the microphone options for you, or whatever." I was trying to help him out, but anyways, uh, he's not doing the podcast anymore, unfortunately, because he's too busy with the boxing stuff. But um, the quality of his content, man, the the way he provided certain details about this part of boxing, about how business is done, about what kind of metrics you look at when you think, when you see if the event is successful, if there is a return on investment, and all of that. That's exactly why. What I was interested in and what I'm still interested in is how do you make money in boxing, right? How do you, like, yeah, it's it's like, it's one thing for a boxer to win, but, like, in order to make money, there's supposed to be so many people involved in that, this gigantic pie, and everyone takes its share and all of that, and uh, I was really fascinated by the fact, basically by the idea of how it's getting done, and, and you know, just a side note, I think how I see boxing right now in terms of, you know, a moneymaker or in terms of just a business, it's really is... It's an event management. It's uh, it's it's done on the single event management basis. So there's like one thing, one budget, and and you just do it one by one, as a position to like a UFC, for example. Uh, you know Dana White's MMA, whatever UFC, like how he does it. I think it's a little different. It's more like a scheduled thing. It's it's there's less negotiations because everything is in control by one. I would say a little oligopoly. I would say, but anyways, so boxing is an event management. So you really are if you are doing this, you are as good as your previous event and you're as good as like uh, in terms of how you organize your events that's why Tom Loeffler is always so successful in all of that because he na- he knows how to navigate a lot of uh, how we say in Russian underwater rocks right so he knows um, ins and outs and all of that so that's why I respect him so much because I've seen personally how he organizes events and all the moving parts and moving pieces and you know talks and negotiations and emails and all that that's um it's a lot of it's it's very hard so definitely props to him for that anyways so yeah so podcast overall is doing great i know that i sort of slacked and you know for a good reason i started a new job so i had and it's in a completely different industry used to be an accountant now i'm in an advertising and so i had to like catch up really quickly and i think you know i'm more or less you know kind of now more understanding this industry and how certain things working but it took me some time so I had to really really focus on on work even though I did you know some stuff with the podcast as well I definitely you know had to had to balance my time a little bit more so so yeah sometimes starting from like after checking my calendar like May I got a little um um so yeah basically the podcast was not as frequent but I, I'm still proud that I never dropped the project, if anything, I've invested more money in it, I've bought like a very expensive equipment and all of that, I got recently like a new digital camera for my uh, web streams, like online commentating on on different events, Uh, which is funny how it works, you know, something happens and you don't, it's never like your format, but all of a sudden it's the most successful thing ever, like my thing, the whole thing, even YouTube messaged me, they're like, yo, like you're your video is like the traction increased by 6,000%. So congrats and here's what it means. So they're all like kind of like, I like how YouTube have a system once you get viral. It's like, okay, don't freak out. Here's what's happening. Don't like it's, uh, you know, it's a one-off or whatever. Like they kind of like explaining to you like, okay, like this is why it's happening. And I'm particularly proud that my video, it was about Canelo Smith commentary, was purely content, purely original. 
I did not use anything at all except my commentary, my voice, and my face. One thing, though, it's, it was in Russian, so I, I can't really freaking... Hold on a second. I can't really, like, I don't know, show off to my American friends because they don't understand what I was talking about, but... I am realizing that there is some potential in me speaking in Russian because I did listen to myself several times. I gave an interview to Moscow State University and I recorded myself as well. And uh, despite me like living abroad for the last 11 years, I think I have some some good Russian in me, you know, like in terms of tra- um, uh, articulation and, and, and pronunciation and all that. I sound interesting, so I might explore that area more. However, now I'm thinking like, okay, is it a good idea to mix Russian and English in one channel and all that? But eh, it's for another thing, for another podcast. But basically, yes, yeah, so that's this is where the podcast is going. Uh, probably going to be more Russian stuff on YouTube. We'll see how this is going to be, you know, accepted. I'm more worried about Americans because I have, you know, subscribers who are not Americans, but English speakers who are English speakers. And then if they will see something in Russian, like, will that turn them off or not? And that's why I'm thinking maybe a separate channel makes sense. But for now, my gut feeling tells me like, yo, or like, I would say like, what would Gary V say, right? It's like, yo, just do your thing, just do what you like, and it will come to you. You know, the market will decide, the demand will decide, you know. So I will see how it goes. I'm just proud of myself for not dropping this out. Like, it's literally the first time in my life I have a real hobby that I really enjoy. And it actually does bring me some, you know, fruits. You know, I'm getting offers, which is weird, but it's awesome. You know, and it's... um, um, you know, whether I took those offers or not, it's a different story. And side note, I did not take any offers because I like my independency uh, for now. And uh, especially, you know, it all depends, of course. But for now, I think for me, there's more value in me staying independent rather than, you know, going along and kind of like diluting my brand. However, you know, it all can change. It depends on the project. The first thing is like if, if the projects are interesting, I won't down. The second thing comes to like numbers and all of that. But anyways, um, it's amazing. So I'm really happy that people are noticing me. And, uh, you know, so far, the brand of Azizi podcast is very good. You know, all my guests are ext- uh, outstanding individuals, and uh, very diverse in terms of, you know, like what they do and what they talk about in the background and all of that. So I'm very proud of the work that I've done. So it's great. So now that I patted myself on the back, I think the next thing, I just want to let you know what I'm going to do is probably in terms of plans and strategy, I'm going to do the same thing. I'll try to increase the frequency of the podcast. And of course, not going to lie, the whole pandemic thing, it's not helping because, you know, to invite a guest over, you have to do this whole dance and all of that. You have to make sure that everything looks okay. You have to make sure there's a distance, there's safety and all that. So, you know, and people tell me like, hey, like, why don't you do Zooms and all? But to be honest, just a second. I don't know, man. Zooms are... The whole thing about Zoom, like, I think it's fine for an audio podcast, but because I'm duplicating everything on a video, like, and I'm recording this video, it's just that weird quality of Zoom I don't like. That's the first thing, you know, two screens side by side. You know, if you want to do it somehow pretty with the graphics, it still looks kind of shitty because even if you will add some freaking third, lower thirds and all of that, it's, um, you're still getting that weird... 720p or even less quality of a zoom screen for your guest and yourself and the sound goes down in quality as well so plus you have to smile and constantly look at the camera pretending that you're looking at your um at your audience or whatever anyways it's just so artificial that for me to get back to zoom 
it'll probably be like for, like with Joe Rogan, right? <laughs> he's like, it should be Edward Snowden for me to get on Zoom or something like that, even though he's using Skype. But anyway, so yeah, like for me to get back on Zoom, like I don't know who is is who it should be. Definitely no one. The only guy I think that I can do Zoom with and be super excited about would be Triple G, um, Serhi Balachak as well. Actually, everyone from um, the camp of. Uh, you know, of the circle, so to say, you know, Ali Ahmed of Triple G, Sirhi Balachak, Tom Loeffler, although with Tom Loeffler, we just did the face-to-face, so I feel like I, I, I want to do it that way. Um, yeah, just the boxers that I like, like, I totally get why they would do Zooms, so yeah, I would be excited to make, to do Zooms with them, but other than that, I'm, I don't know, I don't know, so yeah, face-to-face is just, it's just something that brings me more happiness, is when I'm talking with the person face-to-face, so the conversation is actually real. So whatever you get on the recording, you know, whether it's video or audio, you're getting the real stuff. It's the real conversation between two people who are basically um, having the real face-to-face, heart-to-heart, you know, and it involves eye contact, the tracking and all of that. It's just, it's just a different, it's a different type of gravy, how someone says. All right, so planning to do the same thing, basically, hoping to have more guests. And, of course, I've been telling that for a long time, but my idea is, of course, moving away from boxing. Not completely, but making sure that my audience is broadened. So, like, making sure that I'm inviting interesting people from all kinds of industry. And, of course, I'm going to pay homage to boxing and, you know, combat sports. And, ideally, how I see a ZZ podcast is that I still think that there is some potential in Canada. There's a lot of Canadian boxers or fighters, or at least there's it's just like this base, especially in Toronto. I mean, Montreal is, have their own thing, but who knows? Uh, but there is potential here. And yes, the COVID thing, you know, just threw it all back, like I'm thinking about like five years or something, because everyone's sort of like, I don't know, gassed out on the whole idea. But, but it was like gaining real momentum here for, for, for some time. Like when I was, when I just arrived here, things were going on. Some, some, some things behind the curtains were planning. You know, as far as I was hearing from the people in the industry here, people were really eyeballing the Toronto market and seeing what can be done here. So the thing is, you know, the there's no media representation here for combat sports in Toronto for whatever reason. And I was hoping to become that. And I'm still hoping to become that platform for athletes, I would say in general, to promote themselves, to promote their events on my podcast. You know, you come in on the Azizi podcast, you have a little conversation with me, you promote your show, and hopefully more people know about you, your brand, and your event, and, uh, you know, everyone wins, and the sport wins. So that's still my, my dream, my idea, and uh, to use my platform as a, promo- as a promotional tool for whoever and whatever, you know, is appropriate. I think that's that's the best way to put it. Anyways, so, um, blah, 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 blah. Tim Ferriss thing. Really quickly, I just wanted to share it with you something. So, you know how, like, every year um, people will do, like, New Year resolutions and they, they write, like, stuff, like, what they want to um, accomplish in the next, in this year and all of that. So, I, I've, I'm doing this. I'm doing this, too, although I'm always kind of late. Like, I really get, like, settled in, like, doing the list sometime in March. Like, it takes me three months to, like, actually prepare myself and put everything on paper. But, um... Tim Ferriss, who is, again, I mentioned him before, um, wrote this article a couple of years ago that I wanted to, to read to you out loud and see what you may be thinking about that. So here it is. Here's his proposition uh, to counter the whole idea behind New Year's resolution. 
So the article, and I'll post the link in my show notes as well. The article is called um, Forget New Year's Resolutions and Conduct a Past Year Review Instead by Tim Ferriss. Okay, Um, I'm often asked about how I approach New Year's resolutions. The truth is that I no longer approach them at all, even though I did for decades. Why the change? I have found past year reviews, PYR, more informed, valuable, and actionable than half blindly looking forward with uh, with broad resolutions. I did my first PYR after a mentor's young daughter died of cancer on December 31st, roughly eight years ago. And I've done it every year since. It takes 30 to 60 minutes and looks like this. First, grab a notepad and create two columns, positive and negative. Second, Go through your calendar, go through your calendar from the last year, looking at every week. Third, for each week, jot down on the pad any people or activities or commitments that triggered peak positive or negative emotions for that month. Put them in their respective columns. Fourth, once you've gone through the past year, look at your notepad list and ask, What 20% of each column produced the most reliable and powerful peaks? Fifth, based on the answers, take your positive leaders and schedule more of them in the new year. Get them on the calendar now. Book things with friends and prepare for activities, events, commitments that you know work. It's not real until it's in the calendar. That's step one. Step two is to take your negative leaders Put not to-do list at the top and put them somewhere you can see them each morning for the first few weeks of 2021. These are the people and things you know make you miserable. So don't put them on your calendar out of obligation, guilt, FOMO, or other nonsense. That's it. If you try it, let me know how it goes. And just remember, it's not enough to remove the negative. That simply creates a void. Get the positive things on the calendar ASAP. Lest they get crowded out by the bullshit and noise that will otherwise fill your days. Good luck and Godspeed. End of the article. Anyways, I'll share this on the show notes, but I thought it's an amazing and wonderful idea. And before I went to bed yesterday... I actually, you know, tried to do that and I had like a little list. I'm not going to go over line by line, but honestly... The most, what I've gotten, like the the most positive things, it's my podcast guests. It's the people that I've met online and the podcast guests that I also did over Zoom and just those people that I now know as in like personally are the highlight of my year. It's those relations and those connections that I've gained and I'm definitely going to, you know, reach out to them and uh, just just say what's up and say hi and maybe we can do something together. But that's how awesome it is you know to be a part of this azizi podcast and just of this other you know podcast world and boxing world for that matter as well because most of them are from the industry of boxing so overall that's something that i've done and you know it's also cool to see that overall i have very little negatives in 2020 and i'm really help thankful for that you know despite everything that's happening you know the negatives are really taking maybe you know a couple lines maybe three lines and they're they're like really i don't know they're 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 kind of trivial I wouldn't even say they're completely negative, so I don't even, I wouldn't, I don't know. Anyways, I'm, I'm fortunate, I hope, 
you know, these trends will continue in 2021. And I really definitely hope that something will, something amazing will happen in 2021, because I feel like we're long overdue for something, you know, fantastic. So let's hope that this will happen. So that's pretty much it. That's my, um, that's my New Year's last episode of the year for Azizi Podcast. And uh, just wanted to share some, some thoughts. Definitely, let's not stay, let's not be negative, you know, and to be honest, I'm, I'm pretty negative, you know, I'm, I'm negative a lot of times, but it's something that I'm, I'm just kind of like a guy like this, I'm more of like on the conservative side, I'm assuming the worst and then trying to prepare, which helped me a lot in life, you know, to prepare to be strategically, strategically smart. Uh, but, you know, as I grew older, I'm realizing that you have to balance it out, you have to be more balanced and not to be preachy. So I'm going to finish this right now on the minute number 25. But just wanted to say Happy New Year. Happy holidays. You guys are amazing. If you are listening to this right now, thank you for clicking on that play button. Thank you for clicking on that subscribe button. It's crazy, you know, like someone is committing to your podcast, someone who is on the other side of the planet. And honestly, it's crazy. Like my highest listeners right now, you know, highest listeners. I mean, I hope you're all high. No, I'm sure. I'm, I'm just kidding. But I'm, you know, based on what I'm seeing right now in the comments and all of that, a lot of are still from Kazakhstan. There are a lot of people from the United States. I'm getting some traction, you know, I think Australia and of course my Canada and the, the fellow Canadians are supporting me as well. And I really appreciate it. So thanks to everyone. Happy New Year. Uh, be positive. Do the whole Team Ferris list thing and let me know in the comments what do you think about that. I'd love to hear your thoughts. I'd love to read them. All right, everyone. Good luck and goodbye.